Welcome to another episode of I Have No Idea What the Fuck. And uh, I literally have no idea uh, what I'm going to talk about. I only have this basic, very, very brief idea. So I guess when I feel I'm finished with that idea, I'll stop talking about it. But uh, I want to bring everybody's attention to the idea that Venus is now retrograde. Um, If you don't know, I'm an astrologer. I've been doing astrology for many years, uh, over 10 years. Um, And, uh, you know, I watch the planets and I get a deeper and deeper understanding of what astrology is every day, pretty much. And realizing that Venus, uh, you know, in, in astrology, if you're not aware of it, if you're not familiar with it, Each planet, each sign, each house, and we'll, you know, I I won't get into the meaning of everything, but everything represents a particular area of life. And Venus usually has to do with the opposite sex, it has to do with romantic attraction, it has to do with flirting, it has to do with harmony, social harmony, what makes you feel comfortable, um, self-worth, money, all those things, Uh, beauty. And uh, I forgot that Venus, you know, I came across a little meme that said Venus, Venus is in retrograde. So you're going to be, you know, reviewing what has to do with your sense of self-worth. And I was like, oh, yeah. And Venus is also retrograding in Scorpio. Scorpio is the sign of depth. So it's basically getting to the root of a lot of things. Uh, regarding surrounding self-worth, surrounding the opposite sex, surrounding romantic attraction, and so on and so forth. But also in astrology, the second house uh, deals with self-worth. So in many ways, uh, well, well, actually, Venus is the ruler of the second house in general. Um, And uh, the second house, so if you want to get an understanding of how this retrograde Venus is working with you, you can see how, you know, the transit Venus is affecting your natal Venus and is also how it's affecting your second house. So um, the second house has to do with self-worth specifically. Things that you own, uh, things that you identify with because you have them. Uh, You know, the first house obviously is the house of the self. This is me. And then the second house has to do with what do I have? What, what is an extension of me that I own and claim possession over? So that's what that is. So I just want you guys to understand that, that, that there's a relationship there. You can get a more three-dimensional understanding of how this retrograde is going to affect you. And if you would like to if you would like to get an expert's opinion, you can, you know, hit me up and I can give you a reading and, uh, just on Venus. And I believe, is it the new moon or the full moon that, that is, uh, coming up? Let me do a check here. See if I can, if it's not going to take too long. Just clicking through some things. I got a lot of apps on my phone. My phone is a a champion. (laughs) 
All right. Pretty sure it's the new moon. I want to say it's the new moon, but I want to make sure. Okay. Okay, I, I'm not, I thought I was going to find it in a particular. Okay. New moon. Yep. Yeah, I already apologize about the dead air. Yeah. Just hang in there with me. This is what happens when you do impromptu podcasts. The new moon, yep, the new moon is between, is, is actually tomorrow on, on October the 8th, 2018. So the new moon, I believe, was, I believe the new moon is going to be in Libra, which is ruled by Venus. So there's going to be a lot of compounding, a lot of compounding energy. Also, Venus is going to be opposite. Uranus, which is in Taurus right now, which is one of the weirdest places for Uranus to be. And even though Uranus is the planet of weirdness, uh, Taurus is the sign of status quo, common sense, tried and true, what's been done for the last 10 billion years that still works today. I'm not going to let it go anytime soon. Yeah, you're saying this, you're saying that, but uh, I don't, you know, this is what works. So that's Taurus and Uranus being this being the planet of no let's let's break this up and try something new. Basically, the, what this is about is uh, with you, when Uranus and Venus are opposite one another, you there there's a desire. Venus also you know rules um, uh, uh, desire to a certain degree. Um, um, so there's a desire for you know romantic love, and then there's this other force Uranus that comes in that makes it kind of like a situation where you ever seen that the imagery of, you know, the Kung Fu master uh, who, you know, reaches really quickly in the river and grabs the fish. And then the, the, the student that he's teaching tries to just snatch, snatch a hand in the water and can't grab anything. It's kind of like Uranus and, and, and Venus opposing one another. So with Uranus and Venus opposing one another, there's this desire being put forth into the universe and then Uranus comes to kind of like counter it and saying, uh, 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 that's, I'm not going to just let you just, you know, fly through here. You know, uh, you're going to be, there's going to be some unpredictable lessons from the universe coming from spirit that are going to teach you about, you know, how grounded you are, how, you know, how common sense you are. Cause the desire for right now, Venus is retrograde. And usually, especially with, with people who are a little more intuitive and a little bit more right brain, uh, retrogrades tend to influence them a lot more because intuitive and more right brain people, they're more deep in themselves and their consciousness is deeper rooted within themselves. And then you have compounded on that Scorpio, the sign of depth. Then you have compounded on that the moon, the planet having to do with depth as well as, you know, Pluto is also a planet of depth. But the moon has to do with depth. And, it has to, uh, and, and then that's in Libra. So that's all being compounded. 
So the desire to, you know, basically, basically it's a time where you're going to be super horny. And uh, I'll, I'll be honest, that, I, that has definitely been an experience that I have been having. And people, you know, the opposite sex is going to look more attractive than ever before. Sexy ass exes are going to pop out the woodworks for no damn reason. My ex popped out of the woodworks a few days ago. As someone that I haven't really talked to seriously in like 15 years. So, you know, it's just, it's crazy. So, and there's the temptation. And Scorpio is very much about, uh, is, is deeply, deeply, has a deep, 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 deep emotional connection just to euphemize it to the act of copulation and um, the act of fucking. And uh, if you have Scorpio in your chart, wherever Scorpio is in your chart, Venus is going to come in and just charm your fucking pants off. It's going gonna, it's gonna to take you to another world. And Scorpio loves being taken to another world emotionally. Anything that moves Scorpio emotionally is considered significant in Scorpio's world. So, um, hope I'm still recording here. Okay, good. Um, so essentially what you have is you have Uranus and Taurus kind of, kind of breaking up your whole, it breaking up the whole thing. It's, it's almost like you want to go out there and you, you want to find a mate. I don't think for me personally, it's, I don't think that it's a good time for me to go out and find a mate, but it's got me thinking about having a mate. I think ret retrogrades are always periods of reflection, like the, the, the study guide before the, before the final test, when the planet goes direct, especially when it gets out of uh, the, the retrograde shadow, once it, once it comes out of the shadow, uh, that's when the test begins. And uh, so the retrograde is always a period of reflection, reviewing, that, like if you you know you can't you can cram the night before the test you can study six months ahead you know it's up to you and with uranus coming in and that's also i believe uranus is also retrograde so it's also um you know reflecting on you know what makes us unique what do we bring to the table taurus is also the sign of skills you know what brings us to the table so there may be the desire to have a mate with Venus, but there's also the, hey, you need to, you need to innovate yourself, reinvent yourself, because the uh, Uranus is the planet of invention, I mean, of, of the inventor, which Aquarius, you know, Uranus rules Aquarius, which is the sign of the inventor. Uh, the, the inventor that brings that, the thing, the dude that invents the thing that changes the entire society for the rest of all time. That's what Uranus represents. And essentially what it is, is that you have to come in and reinvent yourself. So Scorpio is taking you deep into situation, Venus rules of relationships, which I forgot to mention, taking you deep into uh, the depths of what you feel about relationships, what your compulsions are in relationships, how to backtrack and, you know, heal those things in relationships and transform those things. Scorpio rules transformation. Aquarius rules innovation. So the way you can transform your beliefs about relationships through this Venus retrograde. But Uranus is saying the way to innovate yourself is to, you know, meaning the way to become a fresh brand new person is to destroy 
the old system and bring in a new system of skills, bring in some new skills that you basically you'll need in order to substantiate your healing process. So like you can go through the healing process that's psychological, but if you have some really practical skills, um, with regards to having a mate, because, you know, Taurus and Scorpio are both sex fueled signs. Both of them really love and crave sex. So, you know, but in order to get that sex, you have to, number one, you have to be a healthy person. And number two, you have to have the skills that will support you uh, going on your way to being a healthy person and attracting the kind of mate that you want to attract. So anyway, I'm going to stop it there. I kind of fumble stumbled through that, but y'all know how I do in this podcast. I don't really plan shit. I just have an idea and I go for it. And anyway, if you guys have any questions or anything you'd like to add or, you know, comments or whatever, uh, there's a way for you to leave a voice message in response to this podcast. This is going to be across all platforms, iPhone, Google Play, or iTunes, Google Play, uh, Spotify, all that. So, you know, check it out there. You can leave a message there wherever you are subscribed. And I appreciate you guys listening. All right, peace.